Welcome back to Edgework on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show, Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. You can find us on YouTube as Edgework. You can find us on Twitter as EdgeworkHQ. And of course, you can track all the picks that we give out on this show. You can find them in real time. You can see how we've done through the course of the season on the BetStamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ on there. So make sure to go check that out. Also, just want to give a quick plug to our new Edgework Hockey Podcast. You can find that every Wednesday on the Edgework YouTube channel. You can find it on a podcasting platforms as well. David Pagnotta, Dennis Bernstein, and Zach Bodenstein go through all the news happening in the NHL, all the insights, everything around that. Give it a little betting twist as well, looking ahead to some of the futures markets. So after you watch this show, make sure to stay on our page. You can go over and check that one out after the fact. You can also listen to it on podcasting platforms as well. So money, Russ, tons of games today. So uh, we'll get right into them. We uh, will go through. There's a few main ones that we'll cover. And then if the chat has any questions or any games they'd like covered, please make sure to fire away questions on our YouTube channel. We don't see them in real time on Twitter, unfortunately. So please make sure to go over to YouTube. We will see them there can, uh, there, can bring them on screen and can talk about them. So let's start with uh, with the Boston-Tampa game. This was one that I'm most looking forward to here tonight. I think this is the one that is the most, probably going to be the most entertaining. This is going to be the most playoff-like game that we'll see uh, on the board here tonight. And I mean, I was looking at Boston. It's insane what they've been doing so far this season. You're looking at a team where... Every time I see the Leafs put up points on the board, Carolina put up points, it's like, yeah, they're making ground on Boston, and then Boston plays a game, and then they continue to put up a 14-point buffer on everybody behind them. They have 80 points through the first 47 games of the season. Uh, they're 9-1 and one in their last 10, and it's like one of those ones where 9-1 and, and in their last 10, six-game win streak, and normally you'd look at a team and be like, wow, these guys are hot. Well, that's not even anything to bat an eye at with the Boston Bruins based on where they've been so far this season and what they've done because of how good they've been. On the road here tonight in Tampa, very good road team, as they just have been road and home, 16-4-1 and on the road. Tampa right now looking to continue to add points as they're seven points behind the Leafs. Just coming off a win against the Minnesota Wild, 4-2. They're at 18-4-1 and at home, so this one should be a good one. Two good teams. Good team at home here in Tampa. Good team on the road in Boston. Russ, so money. I mean, is there any side that you look at in this one that kind of stands out to you or the the odds essentially reflected of how they should be sitting at basically a pick right now for this game? Go ahead, Go ahead because I know we, we're probably a little different on this one. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll start off here. I think, uh, I think this is a pretty good spot to, to, to take the lightning at home. This is a great home team and they've been playing a lot better, um, a lot better recently. Uh, one of the main things, obviously, you know, that concerns me is, is stepping in front of this Bruins team. Um, they, they've just been playing amazing. And it seems like uh, at this point, this Bruins team has kind of got their sights set on record setting, and uh, like the motivation now is uh, is to get some of these records that that are very much in sight. So you know, regardless of their insane lead in the standings, it seems like they're 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 playing you know better and better each night. Um, but with that being said, you know this uh, this Lightning team is is a very good team at home. 
Um, they're 16 and four at home. They, they just play much better on their home ice. And, uh, you know, this is basically a pure numbers play for me. My, uh, my model has the lightning as a slight favorite. So if I can get that plus money, then I'll probably lock that in. And, um, it doesn't seem like there's any uncertainty here as far as the lineups go. I'm just kind of looking at the updates as they come out, but, uh, there are the pit game and the Washington game, you know, we were just talking about that. There's a ton of uncertainty there. And, uh, you know, I'll probably wait till everything is confirmed to make any plays there. But but this game, I think the lineups, you know, are all pretty sound and there's no there should be no surprises. So if we get Olmark against Vasilevsky, which uh, which I assume is going to happen, I will probably have a play on the lightning here um, as a short home dog. And I know uh, I think that's probably the, the opposite of what uh, so many has. <laughs> yeah, I actually uh, we. Uh, played the Bruins already. Um, there's still some value on the board in my in my opinion. I think that um, if you can get under under minus 115, I will still play the Bruins. Um, so I I do agree with everything Russ um, Russ says on on Tampa Bay. My only I guess the um, the edge that comes in for me here is that um, Tampa Bay is currently going through a little bit of a dip in play. Um, it actually started in in Vancouver. That's that that score and Tampa Bay getting onto that lead was actually very, it was very deceiving. So that dip started in Vancouver. It went into Alberta, um, and I don't think they were that good against the Wild. I, I thought they were um, pretty fortunate to um, to get out of that game with the win. Um, the concern for them has been defensively, um, but of course you have the great Vasilevsky. Um, that who can who can mask a mask a lot of that. So um, now the problem is they're they're stepping in front um, of a, of a Bruins team who they're stepping up in class against. Um, and as Russ mentioned, it's a Bruins team that really has no off button, and they have their own they have their own Vesna candidate um, candidate goalie as well. Um, to be fair, the Bruins haven't had a tough recent schedule either. Um, and and are also stepping up in in this matchup, but the difference is that the Bruins, um, they're not going through a dip right now. Their their play has been consistent regardless of of uh, of the opponent. So um, until I see Boston taking their foot off the gas, um, which I would assume is going to happen at some point as this, as the season progresses, um, I don't see any reason to bet against them at a at at a short number right now, even. Even if it is on the road against um, against a team like Tampa Bay. Yep. Yeah, I completely agree with you. As far as you know, kind of looking at some of their the teams that they've played recently. You know, um, the Lightning have lost their their six and four in their last ten, and these losses have come against the Wild, the Jets, the Flames, and the Oilers. And all four of those losses have been on the road. So I, I think, um, you know, I think those are some quality teams that they've that they've lost a few a few too. And I, I think this is a good get right spot. This Boston team is crazy. The last 10 games, they got 71% goal share. That's just absolutely insane. So I just think, I think this is a good fade spot, but you know, like you said, either way, we'll have, we'll have one winner on the show, you know, <laughs> going into tomorrow, <laughs> take each side. So no, I think this is a, one of the few games that we disagree upon, but I think it should be a great one. All right, so we won't lock anything in for the sake of that. As we have people on both sides of this one, but if you're in the chat watching, you obviously get a little bit of insight as to why we feel either side could be a good side in this game. Uh, so 
so money let's uh let's look at the uh, next game here the washington capitals taking on the pittsburgh penguins at home here this is a big one especially in terms of some of the playoff implications what this could mean we could see a four-point swing here in this uh pittsburgh right now is holding on to the first wild card spot in the east five three and two in their last 10 games they are 10 10 and four on the road and they just beat florida six to two in their last game at home uh this washington team right now um Tied with Pitt in points, but they've played three more games. They're 13-8-3 at home. They've not been as great over their last 10 here. They are on a two-game losing streak, coming off of two losses to Vegas, 6-2 loss, and Colorado, a 3-2 loss. Where do you kind of stand on this Washington team facing off against Pittsburgh at home? You think this is a get-right spot for them here? Yeah, I do. Um, I, I do have a play on the... Uh... On the Capitals here as well. Um, the Penguins have a goaltending problem. Um, and it's 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 funny. At at one point a couple of years ago, um, DeSmith was actually the better option um, on the Penguins and Jari. Um, obviously, that's not the case now. But the Penguins have been dealing with their own, with, with their own injuries, and um, they're having a tough time uh, getting getting the consistent uh, defensive game going um, that that Sullivan wants them to play. Um, this has resulted in um, some incredibly poor defensive performances, um, especially uh, especially recently. Um, at this point, um, I don't think it matters who starts for the Penguins, whether they go with uh, DeSmith or whether they go with whether they go with Tokarski. Um, we know that Jari is out through the All Star break. Um, the Capitals they have lost three of their last four, but besides the Vegas game, I I, I haven't had a problem with their play. I I don't think that. Um, that that the that the results have actually corresponded with their play. So, um, and and they were unlucky, especially in that Colorado game, to uh, to uh, lose that based on how the last forty minutes went there. So, um, I think being back at home with their play trending up um, against a team struggling to find their identity right now defensively for various reasons, um, I think that um, the the Caps are a play here. We expect Backstrom to be back expecting Oshi to be back um, and not expecting Wilson to be in the lineup. So I think that um, I, I think you're right. This is a, a get right spot for the, for, for, for Washington. Yep. I completely agree. Um, I'm actually, I liked it over a little bit better just because of some of the things that so many said at the beginning, uh, this Pittsburgh team is just a sieve on defense, cannot stop anything. <laughs> And uh, both goalies are just terrible right now. So this is uh, if we do get, I think we were just chatting before, and I think we're you know looking at Casey DeSmith versus Kemper on the other side. And if that is the that's the matchup, then I'll be looking at the over six six goals. Um, yeah, just to kind of put a you know nail on the what uh, so many said. Um, Pittsburgh's twenty first in expected goals against in the last ten games, and uh, DeSmith is sixty second in goals saved above expectation this year. He just not playing very well at all um and yeah i think you know keep an eye on the injury news but if we get uh backstrom back in and tj ocean then i'll be looking at the over six goals in this game and i think you want to win would you want to wait until that news is announced that those guys are in or is this a play it now kind of thing i think we can go ahead and play it um we were looking at the uh the morning skate and it seemed to like seem like those guys were good to go and so this will be yeah this will be one I'll, i'll lock in Right All away. Right. Yep. 
All right, Russ, I was also looking at the New Jersey-Nashville game here, wondering what your thoughts are between these two teams. As we look, I keep looking at the Western Conference playoffs and teams' opportunities to get in, and you see a sliding scale going on there. Colorado jumps in, pushes Minnesota out. Now they're below uh, even the wild card spots, below Edmonton, below Calgary over there. Nashville all of a sudden just doesn't feel like they're that out of it. They're three points out of a playoff spot behind Calgary. They have one game in hand on them. They are starting to heat up a little bit here, and when you have a guy like UC Soros in net, you're always going to have an opportunity to win games. Teams being not bad at home here, 13-7-3. They've just coming off two wins against the Kings and the Jets, and they're going to be at home against the Devils team that is now all of a sudden turning back into the Devils that we saw at the beginning of the year, it feels like. They're 8-1-1 in their last 10. They are also coming off of two-game win streak pit beating Pitt and Vegas 18-2-2 on the road here. Are the Devils just going to outmatch the Predators here tonight? Do the Predators look – how do you kind of feel about this game? Gosh, you know, if there are two teams in the league that I have just not figured out this year, it's certainly <laughs> the Minnesota Wild and then the Nashville Preds. Um, this Preds team, I just cannot – I cannot figure them out. It seems like, you know, when I bet against them, Saros just plays out of his mind. And when I bet on them, Saros is lets, you know, five goals go past him. So I just cannot get this team figured out. As far as the numbers go, uh, this is right on market with what I have. Now, it kind of surprises me because I've got the Devils as the 11th best team in my power rankings, and I've got Nashville at 22nd. So you would expect, you know, a little bit of an edge for the Devils, but on the road, and then you get uh, you get the huge goalie mismatch then I think this line is probably about right. If it were to go down any, you know, if we were to see a minus 115, a minus maybe 118-ish, I might bite on the Devils here. But but this will probably, probably be a pass for me. Um, and this Devils team is so strange because, I, you know, I've loved them all season and we bet on them the first half of the season, but we – definitely expected a, a huge dip in play. And so we haven't bet on them at all in 2023. And um, yeah, it's been a huge mistake, obviously. So I don't know. This is a, this is a tough game. I would be interested to hear if uh, so money has any, any angles on this one. I really dislike this Nashville team. Yeah. Um, same. They, I mean, I have, yeah. Yeah. They're um, I, I don't think they're very good. Um, I think that they get, they get bailed out quite a bit by a, by a world-class goalie who who sure. I do love um I think that the number's spot on um I don't I don't have anything I I would want to get involved with the Devils um but not at this number I just uh if the Devils get a little bit cheaper um sure would we see their minus 120 is the cheapest yeah I um if I I, I would have wanted them lower than that so if if we do see a dip on the Devils um I would be inclined on that side but right now i've got i've got i've got nothing here yep same same here yeah i've got you know i have i've got a nashville preds ticket to miss the playoffs and i've got multiple futures on the devils um to win the conference and to win it so so i'm you know i'm rooting for the devils here i already kind of have uh have action in this game just through futures but yeah this will probably be a no play for us so how much value do you guys put on home ice advantage or just playing at home? Because we are looking at a Devils team that is coming into this one really hot. They're playing really well right now. They're 18-2-2 two two on the road. And then we're looking at this price. 
Uh, I mean, you guys are saying if it goes down a little bit, you'd buy into it, but this Devils team is very, very good on the road. Yeah. Is like how much of that does it play into you, your personal modeling? So for me, um, I know that I'm a lot different than um, than other hockey betters because I don't actually put that much value on home ice. Um, not as much as not as much as others do. Um, especially once we get into playoff time, I don't. Um, there's very little value I put in home ice during the playoffs. Um, but in the in the in the regular season, um, I think it depends on. On the spot as well. It's not just about it's not just about home ice. Um, it's about what else, like like team travel. If like if like um, let's say a team is on three days rest, but they're traveling um, against a team that just got into town um, and they're playing at home. Um, I don't I don't value that as much. Um, if a team is able to get the matchups um, that they want at home and they have the horses to 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 play that the way they need with with the matchups i will value home ice more um if a team is playing in front of 10,000 fans i'll value home ice less right so like there's yeah, right. there's there's a lot of different elements that 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 go into it right if like if like the canucks are playing at home with that um uh, with like the corporate environment in vancouver um home ice doesn't it doesn't mean as much and like the players don't go out to to the Roxy that much on Friday night anyway. So, <laughs> so, so, so that means a lot less too. So it's, yeah. not, it's, it's a little bit of a difficult answer because it just, it just depends on like other factors. It's not just one, one home ice number that, mm-hmm. that you would apply across the board. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I just, I completely agree with that. I think, you know, generally I am lower than, than a lot of other handicappers on home ice and I think, you know, generally speaking, it's around one, one and a half percent usually. Um, but yes, like you said, it differs in every, every different arena. It differs in times of the season. It depends on the, you know, the home team's record, how many fans are going to show up. So, you know, with that being said, there are certain triggers that I have that, you know, you can add to your model um, for things like this. And yeah, I think, um, you know, I did, I did I put one of these triggers on because, you know, the Pred Stadium is a pretty tough place to play. They're right mm-hmm. downtown on Broadway Street. That place is always packed. That place is always crazy. It yeah, seems it's like, like a college you know, atmosphere. Yeah, it's yeah. like a mini Vegas, you know. There's people in town that just want to – it's like, hey, let's go to – you know, let's go see a hockey game tonight. So that place is tough to play for sure. But, you know, with that being said, they're obviously playing one of the best road teams in the league tonight. So does that cancel – you know, does that cancel out each other? You know, things like that. So it's tough and it's very subjective to to each different situation for sure. Right. All right, and I see some comments in the chat here. Uh, Jay Stone 9 saying – Feels like a cap spot, and Batman saying caps are our favorite look today. We did lock that in, and of course, you can see that on the Betstamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework. So make sure to give us a follow. You can see all the picks that are given out in real time, and we want people to ask questions and engage. And if you have any games that you're looking at, you want to hear our opinions on, make sure to fire them away in the chat. But there is a question here. It was from when we were talking about the Boston game, but I want to get to it before we continue on some of these games. Mm-hmm. Mike Bromberg asking, any value on pasta for Hart if the Bruins crush it the rest of the regular season and the Oilers miss the playoffs? Russ, I'll start with you. Do you have any thoughts on that? Mm, no, I mean, hey. 
yeah, I'm not, I'm not positive on that at all. Um, no, I'll kick that to so many. What he's asking about if Pasternak, uh, yeah, if there's value on Pasternak for the heart, if the Bruins continue on their path that they're on and the Oilers miss the playoffs. Yeah, I would have to pull up the odds. Um, you know, what, what are the, what's the odds on him? So Probably. McDavid is like a heavy favorite right now. We're into the minus 500, minus 600 range. And, so he's uh, probably up at six. Yeah, and, and, and Pasta's second, but he's up to uh, plus 15, uh, 15 or 16 to 1 right now. Got you. Um, no, sorry about that. Had a, the dumb American moment. Um, no, I see exactly. I, I got the I got the odds pulled up right now. Yeah, I think um, I think it's going to be tough for him because even if the Oilers do miss the playoffs, um, he doesn't okay. demand the same story that 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 McDavid does in the sense where if you take McDavid off of the Oilers, yes, they they do miss the playoffs, but we're probably talking about a lottery team, right? If you take yeah. um, Pasternak out of Boston, I still think they find a way to get in the playoffs, right? So um, I think that um, there's that there there's that narrative amongst the um, um I would say I'm the voters where um, McDavid is just so far ahead right now. I um I I just don't see anybody challenging him, even if. Even if the Oilers miss the playoffs. Fair enough. Uh, all right, another game we were looking at here: Buffalo, Winnipeg. Um, Buffalo right now three points back of Washington for the playoffs in the East, so that continues to be interesting, especially as they have three games in hand on them. They are five, four, and one in their last ten with a four-game win streak here, heating up a little bit. This Buffalo team is pretty fun to watch on a nightly basis, of beating. The Islanders, the Ducks, the Stars, and the Blues here. They're 14-7-1 on the road going up against a Winnipeg team who's holding on to second in the Central right now. Only two points back of Dallas with one game in hand. So this game tonight could be meaningful for them to try to jump back up and tie up with Dallas. Uh, six and four in their last ten, just coming off a loss against the Nashville Predators. They're 17-6 and six at home. Rust, is there a side or a total that you like in this game? I have I've got liens on the on both the side and the total, but we haven't pulled the trigger on anything yet for a couple different reasons. Um, yeah, you, you know when I pulled up the odds this morning and I saw minus one ninety, minus one one eighty five on this team against the Sabers, I you know I was blown away. I thought I thought we should be closer to one fifty, one fifty five. So in the you know running my numbers, I'm right around one sixty. So I do think I do think that's a, that that line is a little bit long on the Jets at home. Now, like you said, this is a team that is really good at home. They they just are so much better at home than they are on the road. So I'm not I'm not looking to uh, to take the Sabers you know quite yet. And and then uh, looking at the total, I I thought that for sure we would have a, a six here. And um, if that was the case, I was definitely going to go over. Now they opened it at six and a half pretty much across the board and really hasn't moved at all. And, you know, probably because, the you know, the Sabres are – they drive plays so well and they're one of the top scoring teams in the league. But there's nothing for me. But I think, you know, if we do get a dip um, on the total, total I w- if we saw six pop up, I would definitely take the over. But that's the only real angle that I have here. Yeah, I've got, um, I've got nothing in this game. Um but um, as much as I we're talking about Nashville, as as much as I don't like watching Nashville play, 
Um, I love the Sabres team. Um, I think I caught a couple of weeks ago, um, we alluded to their odds to make the playoffs, and it was at plus four, 450 or plus 500. It's down to the uh, 3 310 range. I do think the Sabres are going to get that uh, second wild card. Um, I I think that the Panthers are going to miss the playoffs. Um, but, yeah, I, I I do like the Sabres team a lot. As Russ mentioned, I love the way that they drive play. They've also finally figured out that UPL is the best option there. The coach has come out and said that um, um, he's going to start. He's He's been playing well, and as long as he's – getting the results, he's going to be going with him in net. So I do expect UPL to start tonight, uh, which is a better option. Going forward, um, I do like the Sabres team. I still like them to make the playoffs, even at the plus uh, plus 300, plus, plus 310 range there. So um, in this game, I've got nothing, but I'm very, very bullish on the uh, on the Sabres going forward in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I look at some of my numbers, I think these teams are super similar. You know, maybe they, you know, the Jets have an edge in goal, you know, with Hellebuck playing so well, and then they probably have an edge because they're at home. But other than that, man, I think this line's probably a little bit too long. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. You know, I, 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 I do come in higher than most on the Jets, though. So, 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 so that's probably where we have a. Where you're seeing, um, you're seeing an edge on Buffalo, and I'm and and I'm staying neutral. Mm-hmm. If uh, all right, there you go. Uh, if anyone else has any questions in the chat, please make sure to ask them. We will try to get to them as we wrap up the show here to close it out. So there's a question here from Jay Stone Nine uh, Hawks fan. Thoughts on a revenge spot for Calgary over six has got to be a winner. Um, so money, I'll start with you in that one. The Chicago Blackhawks taking on Calgary tonight. Um, revenge spot for Calgary here. You know, even though even though Calgary lost that game um, against 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 Chicago, it was a pretty even game, right? Like the game went into overtime, and it wasn't as if Calgary Calgary dominated that 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 game or anything. I would I would expect the team to bounce back when they um, when when they play a team. Who they just lost to, if if it was a if it was an undeserving loss, but I don't think that Chicago Calgary game was it was undeserving. I thought that it was a coin flip. Calgary got themselves into a coin flip against an inferior opponent, and they probably deserved to lose the coin flip, right? So, um, I I don't know if we can say that Calgary's gonna bounce back because they lost. Now, if you want to say Calgary's gonna bounce back because Chicago sucks, um, that's then that's a different story because the Hawks are, they're an absolute atrocious team. We watched them firsthand um, against the Canucks. And I mean, that was bad. Like they, they, they scored two goals on their first eight shots or whatever. But I, I, I mean, like the Canucks dominated that game that, that, that should have been out of hand pretty, pretty quickly. So we have a Chicago team in um, full, in full tank mode. Mm-hmm. Um Seems like the players have even bought into it as well for some reason. Um, so we're <laughs> yep. looking at uh, Calgary at what close to well over minus four hundred in places. I yeah, yeah. Calgary should yeah, be, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to be involved in the um in in that game. Yeah, no, there'd be nothing here for me. You know, just to piggyback a little bit on uh, on what so many said. You know, if I had a choice between you know taking 
this plus 300 dog or uh, the other plus 300 dog in the Ducks, I would definitely side to the Blackhawks here. But yeah, that would not, you know, that's not saying much at all. This team, yeah, is just completely tanking. Their defense is awful. Some of their defensive players and the metrics that are they're grading out are like insanely, insanely bad numbers, like record bad numbers. So you can tell that, you know, they basically told the team, you know, if we tank, we we can get one of the better, you know, one of the best players in the decade, whatever, in Bedard. Um, but yeah, as far as the total, I do have I've got a small edge on the over here, just yeah. because you know they the Calgary Flames have been playing have been driving play very well, and um, it doesn't seem like their defense has been playing well. So I've got I've got around six point three ish. So I would lean that way, but it's not enough for me to take a position. Um, you know, as far as the the guy that made the comment, if you are. You know, if you're watching the game, since you're a Blackhawks fan, whatever, I would definitely lean uh, towards the over six as, as you know, the best bet for this game for sure. I I, I do like the over as well. Um, in that in that game, they um, that was a pretty um, pretty high high event game for a for a Chicago game. So um, I go over there. I do, um, before I log it in, I would want to see Markstrom in net. Um, and that's that's funny to say. Because yeah, that's he's, crazy. Yeah, he's he he's not the best option there. So if um if and they are on a on a back to back, so um we will get um Markstrom and Vladar uh, splitting there today and tomorrow. So I would want to see Markstrom and Ned for me to get at the over. Um for Chicago, I I don't care who's in goal. Um if mm-hmm. if if Morazic wants to shop wants to stop 40, 45 shots again in a game, then then come take my money. But um, if if we're getting if we're getting um, Markstrom and goal, then um, then I think that that six at that flat six is too short. Sure. Yeah. Chicago's twenty seventh in expected goals allowed in their last uh, ten games. Yeah, they've They're given terrible. up twenty one goals and they've they've scored thirty one goals in their last ten games. So yeah, that's definitely just definitely. just a horrific excuse for for a hockey team. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> like you said, it's crazy that the uh, the team has bought into the tank too. You know, usually the team keeps playing, but uh, their their defense is so bad. How do you make the Canucks look that good? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's when you know. Rick Talkie came in and thought it was all uh, sunshine and rainbows. Uh, game one, yeah. there he's like watching so, this against the Hawks. <laughs> so maybe Bruce dominated maybe. last night. Yeah, and maybe Bruce wasn't the problem after all. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Poor guy. Um, you guys don't do as much goal scorer props, but uh, if there's any opinions on this one, there's a question Zachariah are asking. Jack Hughes, anytime goal. How do you guys feel about that one? Uh, Russ, I'll start with you. Do you have any opinions on it? I see right now uh, he's sitting at plus 130 is the best price for him. Anytime goal scorer tonight against the Predators. Um. Yeah, you know, like I said, I you know, I'm just looking at, you know, the only thing I can really go off of are my numbers and I was leaning the over there, so I don't think that's a bad look at all. Um especially if you're getting Yeah, if you're getting plus money on that, I don't think that's a bad look at all. He's he's been playing a lot better recently. Yeah, I'm just pulling up a couple of other things, but yeah, I you know, I'm not I Plus one, boy, that doesn't seem like a like it, you know. It, I thought that would maybe be a closer to one fifty or plus one forty. Yeah, yeah. I I don't spend a lot of time um on 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 that market. Like I wait for uh, um Todd Cordell or or uh, Pozzola or Andy to uh, to uh, <laughs> to, uh, 
tell me who to bet on the props but uh um yeah i i i don't i i wouldn't be the right person to ask yeah i would just say from my perspective i'm definitely no not a pro uh pro like you guys are I, i've been playing them a lot more and trying to learn a whole lot more about yeah. them i just felt that this one was low like i felt this was low and one thing that i look at a lot and it's not the entire entirety of what goes into it but it's comparing shooting percentage of this season compared to previous seasons and then looking at expected goals and how many goals they actually have and that kind of stuff and his is just kind of confusing because the last two seasons he shot at 14 percent he scored at 14 percent 15 percent before that he was seven percent five percent this season right now 11 percent so you're kind of just seeing like a big fluctuation right. in it probably coming back to where he'll be regularly throughout the remainder of his career but then you flip over and you look at his expected goals um expected goals is 23 he scored 30 goals so like kind of balancing some of those out some of it doesn't line up as as you find with other players like yesterday i talked about zach hyman as an anytime goal scorer his mm -hmm. expected goals is continues to be above his actual goals that he scored this season and his shooting percentage is below his career average it's below where he's been at the past couple of seasons so that was a spot for me that i was looking at as an anytime goal scorer and even zach hyman was an anytime goal scorer was a higher price than where we were at with uh with hughes right now so i don't know i just felt like the number was a little low that being yeah, said, it doesn't mean he's not going to score. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So do you guys think that like uh, um, Hughes here sh should be more in the plus 140, 150 range? Yeah. I think Russ's uh, uh, guess on it was pretty much where I would be at is like 145, 150. Mm -hmm. That's and, where I would be comfortable know, with it. Yeah. And going against, against you know, Saros is a you know, that's a tall task as well. Who, you know, he could yeah. stop 50 shots and, you know. Yeah, know. Hughes could have 10 shots tonight and Saros is giving yeah. me a brick wall back there. Like, those and, are like, the, and like, yeah. that's, what the, the, that's what's so frustrating about uh, about Nashville too, right? Like we are, mm -hmm. we are, we are accustomed to Nashville being this strong defensive team with like a good defensive system, but similar to what the Islanders are, they're not a good defensive team. No. They give up right. tons of chances right they don't drive play but they have a world-class goalie that like just masks all their all their all their deficiencies and for someone like me who bets against Nashville a lot that's that's incredibly frustrating yep exact same with me and you know the rangers i have the rangers so low and i go against them very often and you know igor just <laughs> screws me yeah. sometimes but yeah yeah the predators are terrible on defense this year just like you said very surprising how bad they are on the but they got that good goalie. Yeah. Uh, are there any other games that you guys are looking at tonight that you guys wanted to key on, key in on before we get out of here? Yeah. Um, I, I'm looking at the under in, um, in, in Minnesota. Um, I'm just waiting for some lineup information there, but um, Minnesota in general, they do want to play low event hockey. Um, the problem is that, um, their their goaltending lets them down a lot, especially if it's if it's Flurry in goal. So um, I don't anticipate they'll go with Flurry. I think that Gustafson is going to get the start, but I want that confirmed uh, before I move forward. And of course, for the Flyers, um, I would need I I would need hard in goals. So um, that's the uh, the only other look I have is the under in um, in in uh, Philly, Minnesota. All right. Yeah. Um, 
what is going on with Minnesota also? That is a yeah. interesting I mean, situation to watch from the outside. What's going, what's happening there? They scratching Dumba, trying to trade him. Um, you're basically going to be gridlocked starting next season with the Prize and Suter contracts coming on the books. Like you got to yeah. try to win right now. And they're falling out all over the place. Like uh, watching that from afar has just been very interesting. Yeah, yeah I was just talking about the uh, uh, just the other day that uh, who's the next uh, next coach fired that I can bet, right? And uh, uh, Dean Evison would be would be right up there, I think. With mm-hmm. with with a guy like him, though, and and like we see this across the league, across many different sports and um, different situations, where guys like him, their their shelf life is 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 not as is not as long as um, as some of the other coaches um, guys like that they they tend to wear on you quite a bit especially with with this with this generation of players so um, and then you start making moves like uh, scratching Dumba and all that so and like coming out in like the media and like talking shit about your team like that like that that kind of stuff it just it 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 just wears on you so I think that he's um He's really in danger of um, of uh, losing that room, I think. Yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we talk about the wild almost every week on this show. It's it's kind of crazy, but no, I you know I don't feel like it was that long ago when I was saying you know one of the first couple weeks in the season that I was planning on fading uh, Mark Andre Fleury pretty much all year, yeah. and it's yeah. been that's been you know money. I even tonight if uh, if we got Flurry in goal, I would I would definitely look to throw at least a little something on the Flyers. But yeah, I agree with you. Um, you know their coaches could just fumble in the bag here, just completely fumble in the bag with the with the Dumba news, Dumba news, and all of that. And um, yeah, I think I yeah, think- D just mentioned in the chat right now that uh, that he scratched Hartman today, and that's after yeah, after absolutely. he after was saying that in the post game that uh, Hartman should be hard on himself and. And he was taking stupid penalties. I mean, like that yeah. that that kind of stuff would have worked like 10, 15 years ago, but this is a new generation of player, right? Like if you're not if you're not a if you're not a player's coach, um, your your shelf life is gonna be very small in this league now. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys have seen the office, but uh Dean Evison, you can't tell me that this is not him. Yes, that's right, him. <laughs> that, that's absolutely perfect. Him. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right, last question we'll do here before we we get out. Uh, CD also uh, said, um, "Jake Allen is normally an upgrade, but how would you rate that first game back after a long break versus a currently hot Montembeau?" Um, Russ, we'll start with you there. Uh, yeah, thoughts I mean, on? Yeah, Montembeau has been playing a lot better uh, recently, and I'm kind of surprised when they when they went with Allen today, but. Yeah, when I just looking at my numbers, I do have a I've got a little bit of a downgrade here just because Montembeau has been playing so well. He's tenth in goals saved above expectation this year, which is very very impressive. Um, Jake Allen's fifty first this year, so it's a just when looking at these, you know, just this year, which is not a huge sample size. Uh, Montembeau has been playing a lot better, so I I actually am not sure how much of an upgrade it is. Yeah, I would I would I would agree with Russ. Um, I think that. If you if you look at priors, um, obviously Allen is the better mm-hmm. option, but I think a lot of that gets gets mitigated because I don't I don't like getting on goalies off a off a long um off 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 a long layoff. Um, so 
I think that Montembeau, um, I think we, I think we should down on Al a little bit, um, but that's only for the time being. So I think that, um, yeah, I, I, I would downgrade Allen a bit here. All right. And two great comments in the chat here. One is from D saying Tortsel out mind game Evanson tonight, yeah. scratching two guys. And uh, Jeff saying dogs are barking on the stream. Ducks money line. <laughs> no, 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 no. no I, I, we've played on this abs team a lot, you know, recently. And I think they're finally coming around, you know, with the getting a couple of these players back and realizing it's crunch time. The abs are playing a lot better. So I think the apps can name their price, name their number tonight, like a five, two, you know, four, one win. Um, I think it's very doable. So no, I'm not touching the ducks. <laughs> no, I will push back on that a little bit because I think that the, that the, that the ducks are playing pretty well as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I mean, like you, like you look at this number, it's getting a little bit out of hand here. Um, approaching minus 400. Um, It'll it'll take more for me to get on the ducks, but uh, yeah, I think that uh, we get, may have something here. So if bad too. A little bit gets if, if if it gets a little bit too crazy here. All right, fair enough. Well, that will do it for today's show. Uh, so thank you to everyone who tuned in. Russ, so money, thank you for your time as always. If you enjoyed the show, please make sure to subscribe to our channel on YouTube as Edgework. You can follow us on Twitter at EdgeworkHQ, and you can track all the picks that are given out on this show on the BetStamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework. So please make sure to sh show some support there as well. If you're looking for a new hockey podcast to add to the rotation outside of this one, you're looking for general NHL news, the biggest stories, updates, and then relating it to some of the betting markets and still some picks that are going out there, check out the new show on Edgework. It comes out every Wednesday. The first episode released yesterday with David Pagnotta, Dennis Bernstein, Zach Bodenstein. Again, digging into the biggest stories, news, and uh, some of the updated futures markets. So, Please make sure to check that out, like that video. You can also find it on the Edge Work podcasting stream, so make sure to show some support there. Thank you to everyone who tuned in here today. Greatly appreciate it. You can find more of our content over at thehammer.bet, so make sure to check that out as well. And NFL, NBA, NHL, and uh, tennis now being added to the rotation, so show some support to thehammer.bet. Thank you to everyone who tuned in today. Good luck on your bets. I will see you guys tomorrow with myself, Rob Pozzola, and Andy McNeil. Enjoy the day.